Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to viahemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Do you enjoy playing relaxing puzzle games on your phone? I do. It's even better when they're free and you can collect prizes along the way. Welcome to Two Dots. I have been playing Two Dots to relax my mind, unwind, and there's something very methodical about it. The premise of the game is you connect dots horizontally, vertically, but never diagonally. And you head from level to level. And as I mentioned, you do collect points along the way if you are into that. More than 5,000 puzzles to keep you engaged and relaxed after a very long day, uniquely designed challenges challenges, game modes, and levels to choose from based on what adventure you are into. And by the way, you can download it for free right now on your Android phone or iOS. I also like the color template of this game. It's very, it's giving me very like pastel-y vibes. So yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it too. If you are ready to kick back and unwind, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS and start connecting. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, neutrophil, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. got bit by a classmate at school. Okay, I'm a little heated. I'm a little fired up today. All right, for TLC Talk, how many times did your child get bit by a classmate of theirs um, when they were in preschool? One too many. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. I'm flipping out for no reason. He's fine. One of his classmates bit him. He went to take the child's toy from him, which, you know, fair enough, right? And, uh... Anyway, the little boy bit him back. Like, well, KJ didn't bite him. The little boy bit him because KJ took his toy. Um, anyway, they sent a photo. 
The damage was minimal on his little arm, and he refused an ice pack. Okay, so there you go. Two and a half year old. But <laughs> are you always like the first time you get that notice? And actually, I'm actually shocked it wasn't the other way around. Because KJ bit me the other night when I was giving him a bath. I was like, oh, no, you don't. One more time, you're getting bit back. Anyway, welcome to TLC Talk, which really has nothing to do with parenting, um, to be quite honest. <laughs> or maybe it has a lot to do to parent with parenting, right? I mean, I guess you could argue some of the people that end up on TLC shows, did they have good parenting? We don't know. Up for you to judge. Welcome to the podcast. A uh, lot to cover. Christine Brown's wedding is going to be, we're going to get right to it. I'm going to give you every bit of scoop, every ounce of scoop that I know on Christine Woolley. Excuse me. Oh, somebody came for me too on my TikTok this week. They go, because I, I think I said that. I said Christine Brown or whatever. And people go, "Is it's time to call her Christine Woolley. She, she is not Christine Brown. I'm like, I know, bitch. But we just had 18 seasons of her as Christine Brown. Give me a beat. I'll get caught up, okay? I'm doing a lot of shit here, including my son who got bit by somebody at school. So back off, bitch. <laughs> um, Christine Woolley. Christine and David Woolley got married. We have a ton to cover. The security that apparently was rolled out there uh, at the Utah, at the Moab, Utah wedding. They had a whole bunch to say about that. Mary Brown wasn't there. Is it because her brother passed or another reason? I'll get into all that. Uh, we have a hot 90-day crossover romance that could be happening. Um, and then uh, a lot more coming out about uh, Nikki Exotica from season 10 of 90 Day Fiance. She is the trans um, 90 Day member. Exactly how much has she spent on plastic surgery? New photos coming out before her transition. Lots going on. All right, to get to. So let's get right into it because I know why you guys are here. Everybody wants to know about Christine Woolley's wedding. So we do have some confirmation on the children that were there. And it, this is quite shocking. If you hear otherwise, hit me on the DMs at the Sarah Fraser Show on TikTok, um, you know, Instagram, the Sarah Fraser Show at gmail.com. But the big word on the street is that Gwen, who of course is Christine Woolley's, one of Christine Woolley's daughters, was not in attendance for the wedding. This is major. Major. How do we know this? Well, pictures have surfaced there everywhere. Most of them originate in Reddit, um, where Christine is with her girls. McKelty's there. But there is no Gwen. She's not in the family photo with Truly and David and Peyton and all the kids. And there's a lot of wild rumors speculating as to why Gwen. And of course, you know, Gwen just got married this summer. Cody and Robin were there. They apparently showed up two hours late, but they did attend her wedding to her wife. Now, there are rumors that there's been a falling out between Christine and um, Gwen since this summer, essentially evolving around the wedding to some degree. I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means a, a lot of people feel like this is too soon for Christine Woolley. I don't think she gives a rip about any of our opinions or David. You know, David's widowed. He has seven children. I mean, they love to get busy out there in Utah. Those states, I know, it's the church, I guess it's the Church of Latter-day Saints or whatever, but they get busy, all right? So he's got like a million kids. She's got a million kids. She is eight, six, I'm sorry, six, six. Um, 
So uh, there's a rumor online that Gwen is upset about whether it was wedding details or people that were coming to the wedding or not coming to the wedding and that started the falling out. I don't know if that's true. Gwen has like an off the charts thriving paid subscription YouTube show. I'm sure she's going to drop more about it. Um coming up here in the next week or so and hit me cuz I want to hear it and I like refuse to pay for content, um most content. So I would love to know if she has more insight. The other thing that people are saying is that Gwen does not get along with her brother, Peyton. That Peyton, and wait a second. Yeah, yeah, Peyton is Christine's. Oh, I get I get so confused with all these kids. I swear to God, I'm gonna, like, someone please make me a flow chart and email it to me, like, of everyone, like a family tree, the whole thing. Um, But, you know, they have differing political reviews, reportedly. Peyton is, I think, more conservative, I guess you could say. Gwen is... um much more liberal. So apparently they've also come to blows and they don't speak. And there is also talk that Peyton apparently said something or did something that was just so offensive to Gwen that she cannot be in the same room with him. A lot of people are debating this because if it was so bad, would other family members associate with Peyton? A lot of people feel like, no, it probably is just Gwen they have different beliefs. But it is kind of sad if Gwen wasn't there because it appears to be – now, it doesn't look like any of Robin and Cody's children. They're biological children together. Robin's from a previous relationship. None of Rob and Cody's kids, Rob Dog and Cody's kids, seem to be there at all. What people are thrilled about is Leon and Audrey. So Leon, Mary's child, they were there. Audrey was there. And people are very thrilled to see that. <clears throat> Leon looks – very happy. So did Audrey. They were in the pictures. Savannah was there, of course, who is one of Janelle's children. Everybody was really, really happy. Um, so that looks like who is in attendance for the children. Y'all already know Mary, Robin, Cody, not invited. I had the question, I posed this on my TikTok. Mary's brother, Adam, recently died of cancer. How do we know? How do you know Adam? Adam used to be married to Janelle Back in the day, before Cody, before Sister Wives all started, uh, they were only married for a brief period of time. They never had any children together. Mary's actually lost three siblings. She had another brother who died, a sister who passed. And Mary this weekend, because, of course, this was like huge fodder all weekend since Christine Woolley got married just this past Saturday. A lot of people said, you know, they feel for Mary because her brother died just last week. Um, that Mary's gone through a lot, her IVF journey. You know, she could never have another child after Leon. Um, and, you know, now she's lost th- – Adam was her third sibling to pass away. Mary had her own cancer scare. You know, she had the catfishing scandal in 2015. It just <clears> – <throat> so Mary getting a lot of empathy. And a lot of people actually were sad to see that Mary wasn't there. They were hoping that Christine really, you know, kind of extended an olive branch. You know, it's so hard, even though we we think we know these people, we really don't see all the inner workings. And I said it on Monday's episode when I reviewed the Sister Wives episode eight. I think that the Brown family, after 18 seasons, I think they've negotiated a fair amount of control, which is what you see with the Kardashians. Like Chris and Kim produce the Kardashians now. They put out only what they want you to see. I'm sure the drama is fabricated. And I do think now after 18 seasons, I'm, 
I think they're making great money, all of them. But I think beyond that, they've also probably given themselves, they've probably written in that they have a creative edit to some degree. Usually what happens, like if you can get beyond five years, six seasons, you begin to, lots of times people get a producer credit, they get other things on the show. Sometimes, not always. Housewives, not always. Um, They don't. The housewives notoriously don't. But you know, you see that Janelle and Cody, like, turn the cameras off when they want uh, on their date. I mean, we only saw, like, the first probably 30 minutes, their car ride of their date. We never got to the details. So, you know, I, I, I say that to say you don't really know what Mary and Christine's relationship is, although I think we have a good idea, which is non-existent, honey. It's existent with Janelle's kids and Leon and Audrey, and that's about it. Uh the big feedback was Christine's dress. A lot of people did not like the fit. It didn't fit great. It didn't. Uh, I'm sorry. Christine looks amazing. It was from Boda Bridal in Utah. Utah. Beautiful dress. It did not fit great. It needed another fitting. A lot of people wish that they had seen that other fitting or wish that she had done another fitting. And, you know, she was on a mission to lose 20-something pounds for this wedding. I think she did. And Uh, The theory is out there online is that she lost too much weight and they didn't have time to alter a wedding dress, which takes an immense amount of time. And, you know, you have to be a master seamstress. But it didn't fit great. It didn't, guys. People are saying saying David Woolley's a tick guy. Her tatas were out in the dress. I mean, she looked beautiful. She looked stunning. She's a person that looks like she's aging in reverse to some degree. And when you're happy with people, when you're happy with your partner, it takes ages off of your face. If you're miserable, you wear it. And I mean, Robin looks like she's been struggling. Robin does look like she's been struggling. But Christine did look. She looked young. Security was extremely tight. Cops were hired. Security was hired. So nobody could get near the Red Cliffs Lodge in Moab. Utah, where the Utah, where the wedding took place, uh, very heavy security. Of course, they got paid. I'm sure a, a very nice six figure check to from People Magazine because People Magazine had the exclusive story, the details, and the exclusive photos, which are still coming out. Many of you can many of you can see them on my TikTok. Um, you know, Janelle was there. Janelle looked terrific. She was sort of in a prune. Uh, plum colored dress the next day she was on her Instagram saying it was the most magical weekend she'd made herself a maple syrup latte because she had seen that like people in New England doing that she was reading a book I don't know she had a long fucking thing long story short she was there she looked great so there's the wedding recap details people are loving it um Christine Brown oh my god I meant to get you this detail her uh sorry Christine Woolley's wedding planner is the same um, wedding planner as um, Stacy and Florian from 90 Day Fiance. That was like a huge thing. And also the wedding planner for some of the Vanderpump Rules people, including, oh, I believe Sheena, who had her wedding. And I wanted to find out. Oh, my God. I knew I wanted to say it because I went to his website. He's like very well known um but the wedding was stunning 330 people attended that wedding that's like a big ass wedding oh and people still want to know how they met they met online 
They met online. And, you know, I know we're going to find out more, but I'm wondering if it was, I guess it wasn't through a matchmaker. She did a matchmaker, but sounds like she met him just like online. Um, Anyway, the the vows were amazing. And yeah, the wedding planner, people were saying he's done a lot of um, reality star individuals. So there you go. Uh, I'm rocking Dame's hat. Dame.com. Enter the promo code TSFS. You want some hot sex toys? Who doesn't? Dame is known for their amazing line of pleasure toys that aren't just for you, but for your partner too. And their ratings are amazing. Okay. So Dame.com. Go there. Enter the promo code TSFS at checkout. Get 15% off your order. You can bundle your vibrators. They come in periwinkle color and ice. They have hygiene products, including massage candles, lube, their hand and vibe cleaner, which is sold out. I was going to say, oh, is it back in stock? It's like it has 131 like five-star reviews. Like people love to clean their vibrators with Dame's vibe cleaner. They have body wipes to keep you fresh, lubes galore. Their arousal serum, aloe lube. They even have gummies to get you in the mood. Everybody loves Dame. Read their five-star reviews. They have thousands of them. And go to dame.com and use the promo code TSFS at checkout. All right. Let's talk uh, some other things aside from Sister Wives, okay? So 90 Day Fiance Season 10 premiered. A lot of people aren't loving it. It's all right. You know, again, Sister Wives started slow for me. And then I think Sister Wives is one of the greatest reality shows on TV. Because you're not going to get delusional people to be so delusional and not give a rip what people think and keep putting themselves on TV like you do with Sister Wives. It's genius. So I love it. But a lot of people are digging into 90 Day Fiance season 10. Nikki Exotica, who is the trans um, individual on the show, we're now learning because she's also a plastic surgery consultant. So I don't know if you've seen the memes, but poor thing. People are making fun of her. They're like, you know, she should sue the plastic surgeon. She's obviously just addicted to plastic surgery. Some people love it. They love that cat look. They love the plasticky look. I mean, she's had an eye color transplant, for God's sakes. And she was stunning when she first transitioned at 20 years old. And then we know now Jason Torres was her name before transitioning. Um, That was her given name at birth. Nikki, um, a million dollars. She has spent a million dollars in plastic surgery. And so, you know, people have a lot to say about that. But that's sort of the big thing that's coming out. Absolutely beautiful, though, when she transitioned. And it has it's gone a little far. We have an update on Nicola and Israel, Misha and Nicola. As you guys know, before the 90 days, the season that just wrapped, Misha is giving an update that Nicola and his family are safe in Israel. She's asking for prayers. I mean, what's happening there? I stand with Israel 100%. It's just, it's, Hamas is a terrorist group and it's disgusting what's happening and innocent people are going to die and these women and children being kidnapped. I mean, the images are, it's so hard to watch. It's so hard to watch and... I know it's nuanced. I know a lot of you are probably much more um, well-versed on Palestinian-Israel conflict. But, um, look, we have to find a way to have peace. And, you know, Hamas is not Palestine. You know, it's not Palestinian people. It's a terrorist group, much like ISIS was on 9-11. It's disgusting to see what they're doing. And, uh, you know, 
I've, I have strong feelings about it because I completely support Israel and they and you know destroying this this terrorist group and and it's scary for now for our Jewish friends everywhere because it's only going to increase the anti-Semitism that already is so prevalent and it's just insane to hate somebody over religion it's crazy and uh, hopefully they can figure out a conflict that is resolute for both parties so innocent people don't die because it's you know it's these government people that are making the decisions to go to war not most of us who are human who could find a resolution and want to live in peace and just want to raise our kids and that's on both sides so Nicola and Misha want you to pray so many morons on Misha's page going Nicola's here in the U.S. guys I mean you guys aren't the morons on Misha's page but these other idiots are like no Nicola's here he was here over the summer, and Misha is literally on Instagram pages going, yeah, he was here for five weeks this summer, guys, but he went back to Israel. He's there. And people, like, don't believe her. Ah, that's where we're at with the internet. Uh, 90 Day Season 6, we have uh, an arrest, major arrest, felony charges, and six years in prison, potentially, for Leda Margaretha. You might remember Leda. She was she moved to Wisconsin with her fiance Eric Rosenbrook. You remember that couple? Season six was a hot second ago. Now from Loggerhead Deco, apparently Leda was helping herself, uh, making fake client accounts, depositing it into her account, cashing checks, uh, stealing some money from the till. So they turned her in. Her mugshots all over TMZ, everywhere else. She's been charged with at least three felonies, so she could look for six years. In the slammer. Leda. And people, you know, people didn't like Leda on season six. They thought she was like a biatch and she was like not great to Eric. And she had specific ways she wanted things done and how much she wanted. So a lot of people think it's karma. I don't know. I haven't heard from Leda in a hot second. So I think that's kind of hard to hear. But anyway, needless to say, a lot of people following that story this week. Uh, We know Kimbali and Usman also from a couple of 90-day franchises, uh, Kimberly and Riley did an Instagram Live where they hit it off and flirted. Riley from before the 90 days with Nika and Misha, uh, Nicola and Misha, that same Riley who was with Violet, is now headed to San Diego to have a date with Kimberly. Ten years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 
minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Do you imagine? Yes. I love it. Love, love, love. Um, anyway, Jenny and Sumi, Jenny and Sumi, Sumi posted another picture. Jenny and Sumi are like by far and away like the runaway stars of 90 Day Fiance. These two, so hot. Jenny's like 30 years older than Sumi. Sumi looks like the Indian version of fucking John Hamm. This guy gets younger. He gets hotter. He gets abs. He's like got these fantastic writer's glasses on. This man looks snatched, honey. I don't know what it is. And Jenny looks like younger than ever. She's like 60. Queen looks late 40s. They look so good. They post pictures left and right. It is like, okay. Oh, the other weird story too. There's a lot of gossip. The other weird story is Paul and Karini at Disneyland together. Paul and Karini from 90 Day. You know, they they still, it's going on two years they've lost custody. More than that, two or three years. Their children were taken by CPS. I think think they're with like a cousin of Paul's or something like they're in the family Karini in Brazil you know Paul pulled that crap this summer where he was supposedly missing in Brazil and then she said oh R.I.P. you were a good dad bullshit he was like alive in the he's there he's not all right anyway. the elevator doesn't go to the top for either one of them but anyway now they were at Disneyland and they put out a statement like People were like, oh, you still don't have custody of your kids. You're now together at Disneyland. Paul says he's dating somebody else. They went as friends because she always wanted to go. I wish them all the best. It it seems like a very sad situation. I can't imagine losing custody of my child. Seems like the worst thing ever. And lastly, Veronica and Jamal, Kimberly's son. Jamal and Veronica, who used to be with Tim from the 90 Day franchise are together 
So, and actually, Tim was like Veronica's ex, and then I, I think Tim was Tim was on Ninety Day with another woman. Anyway, Veronica and Jamal are also still together. So there's a lot of crossover. A lot of people. Oh, I got one more crazy story for you, Kalani, Kalani from Last Resort. <gasps> Sarah Fraser, you are burying the lead. Huge Instagram. This is like hot off the presses. Instagram post by Kalani. Kalani just dropped this, and it's a huge revelation about um, what people are calling um, sexual assault by Asuelo. So she just put this out on her Instagram. She's been getting death threats since being on Last Resort, which just wrapped up this week, had its final episode. She said, I've had enough of the hate mail and rape slash death threats. So let's clear some things up. I did not have a one-night stand with Asuelo. We didn't even kiss until two weeks after knowing each other. I met him in July of 2016. We intentionally got pregnant May 2017. Now, this all stems from questioning, like, their timeline on Last Resort. There's been a lot of people who said they were never together. They did this show for money, so people are coming for them because it was fake. She's never been back with Asuelo. Asuelo, of course, cheated on her, got thrush of the mouth. There's some drama. There's some drama. My parents did not monetarily support me in any way and never have. The Utah house was half mine. That's public record. And I always paid my part. I do not live with my parents and I support myself. I had a second baby. This is what's getting people fired up. I had a second baby because I was held down. He apologized for that. This is about a swallow. And the other times I was sexually assaulted. I was S.A. It's recorded. You can imagine how it feels to get messages about taking responsibility and learning to keep my legs shut when they were forced open. None of you know anyone that you watch on TV. You know a version of people and you crucify them over things out of their control. And for what? May all of that energy be returned back to you and yours. I want to have her on the show. Isn't that amazing? That's like, I mean, I did not know that about that Asuelo sexually assaulted her and that's how they had their second kid. Of course, anytime you post your truth, people have got something to say about it. I've posted mine. People have all kinds of things to say. Not about sexual assault, knock on wood. That has never happened to me. Hopefully, you know, God willing, never does. Um, But just in other general things, workplace situations. But a lot of people in support of Kalani today, and then a lot of people saying, why would you tell this story publicly when now your son knows he's a product of SA? Look, you got to tell your truth. You know, then a lot of other people saying, look, children know this. A lot of children are products of SA, and, you know, that's also part of their story and their truth. All right, just in time, I got to take this phone call. If you didn't catch uh, my review of Sister Wives, season 18, episode 8, it's out right now. Or listen right, right now. All right, everybody, brand new Sister Wives, season 18, episode 8 review. And we are coming off a huge weekend, by the way. Recording in progress. Oh, yeah. And uh, that little noise reminds you that you can also watch me on YouTube. All the podcast episodes for the Sarah Fraser show are now on YouTube, but usually like a few days later. So, you know, the podcast is where it's at. Podcast is where it's at. Be sure to be subscribing everywhere you get your pods. So we're coming off a huge weekend because Christine Woolley, formerly Christine Brown, is officially married to David Woolley. Massive wedding in Moab, Utah. I got to go out to, I got to go out to Utah. You know, I haven't been to that state. Isn't that crazy? Isn't it amazing we live in America and then like most of your life you don't even go to all the states in America? Now, I I do know it's a massive country. I mean, 
Yes, Sarah, there is that. Uh, but still, it's like, God, I've lived like 41 years. Why the hell haven't I gotten to Utah? Utah. But uh, anyhow, I got to go to Moab. Absolutely stunning, the pictures that are coming out of her wedding. If you want to, I'm going to do a full Christine Woolley wedding recap this Wednesday on the podcast when I do my TLC talk. A lot coming out about it. Trying to get confirmation if Mary Brown was invited, but you know, her brother just passed away uh, just right before Christine Woolley's wedding. So was she invited but didn't attend because of the brother? Was she not invited? I tend to believe she wasn't invited. The only sister wife that was there was Christine Brown, but which kids were there? Uh, were there some other famous celebs there? I'll tell you about the wedding planner, how he's connected to some other famous celebrities, including Vanderpump Rules. A lot of details. So that's going to be Wednesday. Last night, though, was season 18, episode 8. The writing is on the wall of Sister Wives. Ooh! God, it's getting good. It's getting good. I told you last week I thought it was boring. This week was fire. This week and the tease for episode 9, we are getting to the bottom of the emotions of these individuals, what they're thinking, where this show is headed, in my opinion. Um, We're getting to their true feelings, and it's really good. I I was very, very critical of Sister Wives at the beginning of this season because it is the number one show. I say this all the time on Sunday nights for women everywhere in this country, every age demographic. And the production was so bad at the beginning, and we were so far behind the storyline because we already knew that Christine had left, was now engaged in planning a wedding. Mary had peaced out. She was on a mission. Like, she's, like, listening to every Mel Robbins podcast there ever was. Janelle's toast. Although, I do wonder, I do kind of wonder if Janelle and Cody are secretly still dating in a way. I'll get into that later. But um, but it has really come around. And the production value was shit at the beginning. I mean, a lot of it was being filmed on their cell phones for a number one show. The sound was terrible. They were like dubbing in the, you know, what they were saying underneath. I'm like, really? A number one show. But now they've stepped it up. Production looks great. They look good. And we're getting to actual real emotions instead of the fluff. We're getting caught up. I do not like the title of last night's... Um, episode the writings on the wall how about putting her out to pasture you know with mary how about no more horsing around for the new wedding ring that cody is rocking did you like that one <laughs> how about rebound sex okay janelle and cody going on a date they got to come up with some better titles for these episodes i'll tell you why but last night was damn good so last night Two major storylines happen. Actually, three. Three major storylines. The first one, Mary tells Cody that she is moving back to her family bed and breakfast. She's going to be spending most of her time back in Utah. And she will not be coming to Arizona. And Cody's like, good on you, Mary. Doesn't affect me. Peace out. And in fact, I've got a barn dominium. That I, that I want to build because you're so indecisive. You don't, I don't believe you that you're really leaving. You've been doing this for 30 years. By the way, I don't like you. I'm not interested in you. I'm not attracted to you. I don't give a rip what you do. But I'm building a barn dominium out on Coyote Pass where I'm going to keep all my man toys. And then above it, I'm going to have a little studio apartment or a one-bedroom apartment. You know, it'll have a kitchen. It'll have a bath. It'll have running water. And why don't you live there, Mary? I'm going to turn you out to pasture in the barn dominium <laughs> Was that not the highlight? What a, the fact that the 
these women, how are these women not throwing tables like Teresa Giudice on this man and glasses of wine and shattering glasses like Rinna did on Kim Richards with this man? Mary, I want to put you in the barn dominium where where below I, I store my dune buggy. Of course, you know, he's a gun dealer, you know, and all my, uh, you know, World War II guns. Well, he didn't say that. They leave that part out, but that's just like in real life. Oh, my God. That episode was epic. But I'll tell you what. That was that was the big scene. The second one is uh, Christine and Janelle's kids are moving in together. Gwendolyn, who we now know, of course, married her wife. Uh, but Gwendolyn moving in with Garrison and Gabe, uh, that was big. A lot of people are saying that's the spinoff we want. Because they, you know, Garrison, Gabe, and Gwendolyn all have different political views is what they were insinuating. I'm, I'm assuming like, how ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of our youth travel sports ruining families. Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani Podcast. Enjoy. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Ah! Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their Conception for Her and Conception for Him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. Maybe, obviously, I think Gwen is probably pretty liberal. Maybe the boys feel differently. Yeah, great. Hello. Welcome to like everybody's family. You know, let's, yeah, that would be a good show. Let's have people with disagreeing views live and coexist together. Terrific. We need that show. Um, a lot of people are here for that. They want a side show of the three siblings living together, attending college, and coming out of a cult. <laughs> I'm here for that, too. That was another big scene. And then the third scene was Janelle going out on a date. Like, I know everybody is Team Janelle. I know y'all are Team Janelle and Team Christine. And I do believe, I have apologized for this every episode, every show, every damn podcast. I do think that Christine and, and Janelle may be being tested for a... um like a spinoff 
Maybe. I mean, I do I do think the producers of this Sister Wives have a really tough decision on their hands. I don't know how to keep this moving forward or not because it was very clear last night Cody wants to be in a monogamous, committed relationship to Rob Dog. But at the end, Janelle saying there's no hope for Cody and me, but I'm going to go out on a date with him for my birthday because I don't want to be alone. And I'm going to go to Mariposa, uh, which means butterfly, to a one of the best restaurants in all of Arizona. But I'm not really interested in him. But I'm still sort of making out with him and having sex with him. But we have no future. We'll never spend holidays together. Girl, what? I mean, aren't these two, aren't these people like teenagers at some point? I mean, have we not all had that girlfriend with the toxic man? We're like, don't answer the phone. Don't answer the phone. And like a moth to a flame, she answers the fucking phone. And she's still fooling around with him years later. And he's a time waster. Come on, Janelle. (sighs) All right. So let's go back because the, the show opens with Mary talking to Robin and Cody. Now, what was significant aside from Cody has taken off his wedding band that, you know, they all used to wear, all five of them had a wedding ring that was the same. He's taken that off, replaced it with a horse ring. I saw online people looking for that ring, and I think it's something like $2,300. A lot of people are like, how can they afford that? But they can't pay off Coyote Pass. I don't know. I'm not in the middle of their finances, okay? he It's a ring, he said. Don't read too much into it. All right, code dog. Um, anyhow, you know, that scene is significant because it's one of the first times. Now, we've seen Cody and Robin on camera together at Mary's rental, right? But a lot of people feel like it's the closest thing we've ever got to them sort of like in a confessional. A lot of people wanted that. Why have Cody and Robin where they are always contradicting themselves and they're always in those confessionals. Why are Cody and Robin never together? Which over the years, some of the sister wives have sat together, Christine and Janelle. Um, So a lot of people were like, ooh, big moment. It was the the longest that Robin and Cody had been together on camera. And in that scene, Mary tells Cody that she is basically going back to Utah to spend time in her family's... um, you know, uh, air, you know, bed, bed and breakfast. And she's going to live there. And, you know, Cody can't really figure out where are you going to stay there. And then she's also sort of half like, but I'm still going to have a place in Arizona. And, you know, people were like, I was like, what the F is Cody talking about when he and Robin can't find solace in fucking each other? And a lot of people last night, because I always say every episode there's a clear winner, right? Last night, overwhelmingly online, People are saying that Cody saying that he has never been allowed to find solace in Robin and be with her, just the two of them, was like the realest, truest that he has ever been. They also are using that line online to circulate, again, why people feel, some people feel that this show should be canceled. He wants to live monogamous life now. He's madly in love with Robin. A lot of people felt like last night was like the closest he's ever come to just confessing that it's... Robin and not the other women and you know that they should just live a monogamous life and that really it's there's nothing wrong with Cody loving just Robin it's just that he's strung along the other women which is what's terrible um you know Robin was obviously heartbroken last night that Cody didn't give Mary any hope a lot of people feel that that Robin is absolutely delusional how come Robin keeps trying to give a shred of hope to marry when Cody wants nothing to do with her. I mean, oh my God. 
it is kind of odd, you know, because it's true. It's like Robin's sort of more in love with these wives, even though Christine and Janelle are like, look, this bitch took this man. She doesn't want to share him. She doesn't encourage him to go see the other sister wives. But Robin certainly loves the concept of polygamy. Um, you know, I mean, it was crazy the moment in that scene where Cody doesn't want pressure to see Mary from Robin. And he's like, um, you know, he's almost even saying too, like, if I get pressure from Robin, that could be a deal breaker in our relationship. I don't, I don't want that. My relationship with Robin is great. I'm not looking for any pressure from her. Um, I did think that last night, again, I do think that we're going to see potentially the test of a Janelle Christine spinoff. They now want to buy homes together in North Carolina, which is where one of Janelle's kids live and grandchildren. I love it. Plastering and polygamy. Could you see it? Those two going around the country, like buying and restoring homes, talking about polygamy and exiting a cult. Be so good. Uh, The other, so, you know, that scene was great with the siblings. A lot of people want that to be a whole um, sideshow. But I I do think there was a clear winner last night. And I actually do, I do agree with some people on the internet. I think it was Cody. I think it was the truest that Cody ever was. I mean, he is like, people want more Cody truths, Codyisms. Uh, and, you know, it was really good. All the lines he had just, you know, about Mary putting her out to pasture in that barn. It's just, it's sad that Mary can't get it though, right? I mean, it's really sad that Mary doesn't get it. Or maybe she does, but it's just, Hard to really walk away after two decades. He's not interested in her at all. Mary had this moment, too, where she's like, you know what? Like, uh, yeah, I'm going to have multiple homes. Like, polygamy men have multiple homes. Like, they go from home to home with other women. women. People were like, yeah, go, Mary. Speak up against, like, the polygamy world. Go for it, girl. They've all had it, and it's really really epic and it was really really good on last night's show but I, I was actually surprised at how many people were like we actually saw less delusion from Cody and more truth last night than we've ever seen I was like okay wow and you know watching that episode I do think I mean Cody is so <laughs> he's so delusional that it's comical I mean I, do, I almost don't want he's such a great tv character I don't want him to go away I don't want this show to be canceled because who else? Name one other person, one other, you know, guy, narcissistic man on reality TV that's willing to just be the punching bag and and be out there over and over and doesn't see himself like the way that the audience does. I don't want him to go away. Hell no. Uh, All right. Before we get into Cody and Janelle's date and – I'll talk about what's coming up on episode nine because, damn, the tease was good. I got to thank Dame. You guys, you know what? uh, Cody, Robin, all these people could use. And maybe it was the sex toys that led them all to exit. God, I wish I'd, you know, I should have sent Janelle a gift basket from Dame. Maybe there's, I mean, Christine, there's probably still time to send her a wedding one. Look, Dame.com is known for their awesome sex toys. That's what I'm getting at. Okay, that was a real ramble. But Dame.com Go there and buy your love toys. They're exceptional. 
numerous hundreds, thousands of five-star ratings. Don't believe me. I always tell people, go and do your own research because every company I work with, I love. I actually use the products. I'm obsessed with Dame vibrators. The battery life is awesome. They're beautifully made. They come in awesome periwinkle blue colors. They're beautiful. They're so pretty. You could put them on a bookshelf. However, I don't recommend it because your mother-in-law will come over and start using it as a neck massager when y'all have been using it as a double-sided vibe. Okay? Dame.com. Use the promo code TSFS at checkout and get yourself 15% off. Best sex toys on the market. They have awesome massage candles they're known for. Uh, Their lubes are terrific. Uh, people absolutely love their their uh, lubes. They say they're very gentle on the body. They don't have an allergic reaction. Hello. Yes, you need it. Go to dame.com and use promo code TSFS at checkout to get 15% off. Also, Horizon Fibroids. Ladies, so many of you listening to this podcast have fibroids. In fact, 80% of women will have a fibroid by the age of 50. Some women have fibroids so badly, they're getting iron injections monthly or they're getting blood transfusions. Why are they doing that? They're doing that because they don't want to have a hysterectomy. And lots of times your OBGYN, we love our OBs, will tell you the only way to get rid of fibroids is a hysterectomy. Don't do that. Go and see Dr. Will Neem. He has three locations in Maryland, Rockville, Germantown, and, uh, sorry, Rockville, Gaithersburg, and Frederick, Maryland. Horizonfibroids.com. They accept almost all insurance. He is known for uterine fibroid embolization, a very safe low downtime surgical procedure that's been around for more than two decades. Call him before you get a hysterectomy at horizonfibroids.com. He sees out-of-state patients as well. Um, <clears throat> the other big thing that people were talking about is the date last night. I love Janelle, but I'm more confused. I'm like Christine. When Christine rolled her eyes that Janelle was going to go out on a date with uh, Cody for her birthday. <sighs> you know, it's like, it is It is so confusing because Janelle makes it sound like it is completely over between she and Cody. She literally states, I don't see us ever st- spending another holiday together. And then she's like, oh, well, Cody asked me out on a date for my birthday and I don't want to be alone, so I'm going to go. Girl, What? I'm more confused than Mary's situation, all right? Where Cody's like, really, Mary? You you can't make up your mind. You haven't made up your mind in 30 years. You're going to now? Okay, well, Janelle's the same way. I am with Christine on that, okay? Um, they go out on a date. They go to Mariposa, hardest restaurant to get a reservation in. Cody lets us know that he got a reservation and Janelle couldn't. They get in the car. They're flirty. She's playing with her hair. She's flicking her hair back. They're in the Lexus convertible. Top is up. She's like looking out the window, side profile. And Cody's like, yeah, I'm with my woman again. This feels good. Uh, We're going to go out. We're going to work on things. And the entire time, you know, then they shut the cameras off. Why? After a decade, she goes, Janelle goes, oh, well, the cameras can be intrusive. Okay, well, we want to see, like, the real shit. That's why you're putting yourself on reality TV. This is the part I don't appreciate about the show. It's getting a little to the point where the prisoners are running the asylum. (laughs) Weird analogy, I know. But, like, I understand probably Mariposa being a high-end restaurant. Probably they don't want uh, cameras in the restaurant because of their other patrons. Okay, it's not like the Mexican restaurant in Flagstaff that, like, they all can go there and use the bathroom every day. But we should see more of the before and after the date. Did they hook up? Did they have sex? Kind of sounds like it. Sounds like they were fucking at one point. 
But then Janelle goes, you know, at the end of the date, I put my hand in his hand. And, I, and then I thought, no, this, this feels weird. Okay, so you use the man for a free dinner, basically. You use the man for a free dinner, and we're giving Cody all the shit? Take yourself out. Go find, go get on a dating website like Christine. <sighs> but I do have to say last night, I thought good for them for getting to the good stuff. And the tease for episode nine was incredible. It's the first time Christine that I've heard, at least on this season, Christine goes, teasing coming up for episode nine. Did I hurt these kids by being in a plural marriage? Yeah, you probably did. You probably did. Because there's just no way anybody can take care of multiple families and spend equal amount of time. There's no way. Which is why Christine goes, Janelle's kids are closer to Cody than mine. Mine are used to Cody being removed from us for a long time. Leon, apparently he doesn't have a relationship with because he doesn't support trans individuals. Um, And, you know, obviously we know where he stands with Robin and the kids that he's had with Robin and then Robin's children from another relationship. But I thought, good, we're getting to, did plural marriage hurt the kids? Yes. Um, I want to see more of that. And we are going to see more of that. We're going to get to more of the bottom of that. More drama with Janelle and Cody. So I loved the tease coming up for episode nine. I think it's going to be so good. Um, Like I said, I, I, I do think the winner last night was Cody. Even though people don't like Cody, I think that we actually got real truth from Cody. Now, I, I do agree with people that, again, you know, he's still, he and Mary do this dance where you know, Mary, like neither one of them can really pull the trigger and just end it. But at some point, we're obviously going to see that they do for sure. Um, But I do think we're getting into the good stuff. And I do think we're going to get to a turning point. I am hearing that we're going to see part of Christine's wedding um, in the finale. But I do have to say, I think that wedding was so big. I I feel like we're going to get an entire probably Christine Woolley special. I'm now beginning to think we're probably not going to get a lot of it for the finale because I just think it was so big, so elaborate, 333 guests. I think it's getting its own spinoff. But what a big episode last night. A lot of great storylines, a lot of emotion, really, really good. So um, at the Sarah Fraser Show on TikTok, if you want to see some of the spoilers from Christine Woolley's wedding, everything I know so far is up there. You can go to my Reddit, reddit.r slash the Sarah Fraser show. Weigh in on Sister Wives, where you headed, where you think this season is headed. Um, with Cody and Robin. And who do you think the clear winner was last night? It was the Coaster. All right. Bye everybody. Just